You're listening to Connect Communities Podcast, recorded live in Stamford, Connecticut. If you'd like to know more about our community, stop by our website at www.connectcommunity.tv. Enjoy the message. Uh, Alini introduced uh, this message last week, and I don't know if you actually had a chance to take it home with you, the visors, which you said that was our gratitude filter which is something that as I looked at it walking out of my house, it kept reminding me of that message, that we should always have that gratitude filter regardless of what's going on through our lives. Uh, And this is really what I had sort of going through this week. Uh, As I'm sort of prepping for this message and thinking about sharing about gratitude, as we have sort of been going through one of the most challenging times in our lives, uh, between financially and and marriage and, and trying to close out there. I know many of you as you're sort of doing the math, for the year in terms of what I had my projections to be in January and actually where I am now. And you sort of do the math. I'm really not where I'm supposed to be. But I started really sort of have a, a war and, and, and really within my spirit of saying, how am I supposed to speak on gratitude when all I can see is what's in front of me now? And this is what I was going through this week entirely in terms of how to come up with a message and really not being able to be truthful. And as you might know from Alini and JD, we at Connect Community like to say that we are real. And it's a shameless plug for our real woman, which I don't know what it stands for, but I'm going to take a crack at it. It is real, empowering, what's the A for? Us, authentic, good try, Peter. And what's the L for? Life-given. All right, so let's do it again. Real empowering, authentic, and life-giving. We like to be real here at Connect Community. So I wanted to come to you this morning as I am driving in my car thinking about how do I come up with a message on gratitude when all I can think about is how ungrateful I am about everything that's happening in my life. So I literally had to start talking to myself saying, Dan, think about all the good things that are happening in your life. I thought about, you know, my kids are healthy. And all right, that's a check mark. You know, I have, I'm married to a beautiful woman. It's a check mark. Everything's still going right. Your family, your mother, your family's going out. And as I'm saying this to myself, I wanted to come to tell you, listen, after I reminded myself of all the good things, I felt all good and fuzzy inside. Let me tell you the truth. Nothing actually happened. And as I'm working myself through this, I'm saying, God, there must be something within me that has to change in order for me to even come to speak about gratitude. Quickly, as I am working myself through this way in terms of a message, but I'm really just talking to myself in my car. I'm telling myself that there's a reason why this is happening. And there's a challenge. Sometimes we're so close to the tree that we can't see the forest. And what happens in our lives as we're going through it, a trip that could have taken 11 days, normally because of our spirit of ungratefulness and what we're facing in front of us, can take 40 years. And make no mistake, our attitude of gratitude is what propels us and pushes us to where we're supposed to be in our destiny. So this morning, I wanted to quickly just really just rapid fire scriptures that I had to tell myself as I'm prepping for this message as to why I should be grateful. And see, if you cannot find anything to be grateful about, and if you're challenging and having challenges in terms of your normal everyday life, no one thing that you should always, always remember the benefits. And that is the title of my message this morning, Remember the Benefits. At first, as I was sort of walking myself through this, 
I said, let me tell myself first, what is the meaning of the word grateful? And if you look up at the screens, it will say, number one, warmly or deeply appreciative of kindness or benefits received. Thankful. Two, expressing or actuated by gratitude. Pleasing to the mind or senses. Agreeable or welcome. Refreshing. See, a, driveful, uh, a driving force behind gratefulness is actually our mindset and where we are actually positioned to see what we are grateful or not. And only when we're able to understand the benefits that are received, if you look at it at the top, that's one of the major meanings of the word grateful, that you can see the benefits that you're receiving, that you can then have a grateful heart. Your positioning in terms of where you are in life will allow you to see and to have a grateful heart. Sometimes as we're going through our problems. And see, that is exactly what the enemy of our souls is trying to do. Since he can destroy our lives, he tries to distract us. He will put enough things in front of you so that the only thing that you can see are the bad things. Or the things that are not being positioned to where you're supposed to be. When God is trying to pull you back and say, these things are preparing you. The enemy is saying, these things are supposed to destroy you. Your God doesn't love you. So this morning, we are going to quickly and really hit this hard in terms of remembering the benefits. And that is the key part of being grateful. If you can remember the things that you have received, not the things that are in this world, but the promises of God in your life, then and only then can you then be grateful. So if you would, on the first verse we're talking is Romans 5, 6 through 8. And if you want to just follow on the screens, we're going to quickly run through these. Romans 5, 6, 8 says, you see... At just the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person. Though for a good person, someone might possibly die, dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. That while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. The sacrifice on the cross, you should be thankful for that. 1 Peter 2.10, once you had no identity as people, but now you are God's people. Once you have received no mercy, now you have received God's mercy. John 1.12, but to all who believed and accepted him, he gave them the right to become the children of God. In a different version, it says that they were given the power to be called the children of God. Second Chronicles. You won't be fighting this battle. Take your stand. But stand still and watch the Lord's salvation on your behalf. Revelation 21.4. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or praying for the older things. For the old order of things have passed away. See, here's a list of benefits in order for you to be grateful. We read on the first verse that God demonstrated his love and his son died for us. As I begun to read these couple of verses, I begun to then drive something in my spirit. Why? Because I am now seeing the benefits of this God who has given to me. And now my heart begun to change. And at the second verse, we say he sent his son to die for us. We were disenfranchised, but now we are God's people. Those who have received Christ are now called the children of God. He's fighting your battles. Be still. He will comfort you and he will wipe away every tear. You see, once you're rooted in God's grace, 
only when you root it in his grace can you then live a life of gratitude. What I'm challenging you this morning with is that you will not be rooted on the things that you can see that are right in front of you. But you can be rooted on God's promises. The benefits of which he has given and he has put on your life. When we can recognize that those are not the things that are in front of us, but indeed the promises that God has given us, we can then have a heart of gratitude. I don't know if you ever have spent time with a person who's always complaining. A person who's continually always saying something. How hard it is for you to be close to that person who is always nagging. But then you can also say, have you ever been close to a person who's positive, who's always saying something positive in your life? And how good you feel when that happens. You see, when we are able to acquire that mindset. And again, this is a mindset. This is not something that comes natural to you. This is not something that you can simply live. Because as you're going through the challenges of life, the difficult part is to actually be able to focus on that which God has given you. When you're going through the deserts of your life, and I can only think in terms of what happens when the Israelites were actually freed and from captivity, and as we're going through the desert, and this is our lives, isn't it? Sometimes we're going through it. We're walking through that desert of life. And the only thing that we can say and we can complain about is that which God has freed us from. As we're going through the desert, they would say things like, you know what? Maybe we should have never left Egypt. When God actually gave them the freedom, their first mindset was to say, you know what, it was much better then. And on a journey that could have taken 11 days, they wandered through that desert for 40 years. A spirit of gratefulness would allow you and push you into that which God has sent as your destiny. And this morning, I want to remind you of that. And I want to challenge you to see past what you live in. As I was preparing for this message, I kept telling myself, these messages have given me life. These verses are instilling life into me. But then I had to start thinking about those who were close to me. And how is it that their lives were gratitude? And as I'm going down my list, I kept thinking, you know what? God, I know your promises are great, but I also know that you are also great in Susie's life. When she was diagnosed with a tumor on her back, from having suffered from a lower back pain for such a long time, she goes into the doctor. They tell her she has a tumor. She has to undergo a life-threatening surgery. And as she's going through that surgery, God really is, it works through it. She, she goes to the surgery. She works herself out. She's at home, and she has to fully depend on her family. If you ask Susie, Susie, how did you get through those moments in your life and the difficulties in which you would have? You know what she would tell you? I concentrated on that which God gave me, and I concentrated on his purposes. Now she's fully married, fully married to a hunk that you saw here on stage. Dante Calabrese, actually Susie Calabrese, if you would. But if you were to, and, and these are the things that really draw life and give you a spirit of gratitude. If you were to speak to someone who'd been to a couple of things, they would tell you, I concentrated on God's promises for my life. As I was continuing to tell myself in terms of working through it, I say, you know what, maybe you need to have a conversation with Daniel Melly, who lost his mother recently, last year. And on this year now, his father has a stroke. And he has to go to Brazil to what the doctors are saying. You know what? You might just, well, come and come bury your father. He's packing his bags. He's getting ready to go. And he actually grabs his black suit, the suit that we all have in our closet, which is the suit that we wear for two things, a wedding or a funeral. As he's packing his bags, he feels something speaks, speaking to his spirit. It says that you're not going to a funeral. You're going to see your father get well. 
as he arrives at the hospital in Brazil, he has to literally kick people out in the face of saying that everyone is saying, your father will not survive. He is walking into that situation with faith. And he's saying, my father will live through this. Daniel sits here today after a second trip to Brazil to say that his father is on the way to recovery. I'm going to say this again, that instead of going to a funeral, he is sitting here today on his father being on the way to recovery. And I give you that, and I'll tell you that this morning. When I'm talking to Daniel on the phone, he literally tells me, Dan, listen, I walked into the situation, but I just felt the faith in my spirit. I relied on God's promises that he had given me when I walked into that situation. And then the spirit of gratitude can then birth from that. When our mindset is changed, when we're able to see that which God has promised over our lives, then and only then we can have a spirit of gratitude. I'll tell you about somebody else, about my wife Jackie, a young teenager who moves from Brazil in hopes of finding something different. Jackie lived out of her car for a few weeks. She worked every odd job paying her way through college. She graduates college, and she's finding her way through life. Today, as I give you, her entire family is actually here from Brazil. She's married to a very good-looking guy. I'll say it again. She's married to a very good-looking guy. But if you were to ask Jackie, Jackie, what got you through those moments? What did, you, what did you hold on to to get through that? She would say, I relied on God's promises. And I remember the benefits of his promises for my life so that my heart now can move into a heart of gratitude. It's a mindset that we must acquire in order for us to walk into what God has given us. You see, today I challenge you. I challenge you to remember the benefits. To remember the benefits. To think of that which God has promised you. And if you can't be excited over the things that are going on in your life, I, I encourage you to, to rely on God's promises. Only then, when you change the binoculars that you're seeing through, will you be able to then see the benefits that we all have received from God See, an ungrateful heart will keep you at your tracks where you're not supposed to be. It will keep you in the desert. But if you are willing this morning to change your mind, if you're willing this morning to acquire this, this word and really plant that seed in your heart, that you must remember the benefits of Christ for you and the promises that he has given over your life, then your heart of gratitude will propel you to your destiny, that which God has given you. So maybe... You're going through these times and through these moments of your life where you're challenging. And all you can think about and all you can see is everything that's in front of you. And what we want to speak over your life, what we want you to see is that if you are willing to take now and concentrate on that which God has for you. And remember the benefits that he has given you. And acquire a heart of gratitude so that God can push you into your destiny. Will you bow your heads this morning as we're sort of getting ready to close? We want you to take the opportunity and really ask yourself, God, what do you want me to do with this message? Have I, have I been running through the desert with an ungrateful heart, concentrating on all that's in front of me? Do I need to change my perspective this morning, we are given the opportunity to come back to Jesus and to ask him to 
reminders of the benefits that he has given us. While you were still sinners, Christ died for you. You need not to fight this battle. You just need to stand still. He is fighting your battles. That is a benefit you need to remind yourself of this morning. For while we didn't even have a place in his kingdom, he called us his children. And see, this is, this is a power that's been given to you. That you are being called a son of God. And as you begin to remind yourself and think of these things, and think about the challenge that you're being through. A grateful spirit will take over you. And you will begin to say, thank you, Jesus, for all that you have done. These battles aren't being fought for me. You are fighting my battles, Jesus. Thank you for all you have done in my life. As I was searching through the news this week, I saw a video of a woman driving through one of these, the, the, the fires that are going on in California. As she is driving through the fire, she is praying. She's saying, Father God, Will you protect us as we're going through this? And then she goes into something that I thought was so interesting. She says, I thank you in advance for what you're doing. At the end of the video, you know what happens? The fire dies down. Only when she begun to thank God in advance, grateful for what he would do, that the miracle took place in her life. You know what? Sometimes the miracle doesn't come right away. Sometimes it doesn't come at the end of your prayer. But I'll tell you something, a grateful heart will get you through the fires of life.